Story thirty one of Lulu, Alice, and Jimmy Wibblewobble by Howard R. Garris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Alice Wibblewobble in a Bag. You remember I told you last night about Jimmy Wibblewobble being carried up by a kite. Well, his papa and mamma came home that evening. They heard all about it and how much excitement there was, and they told Jimmy he must be more particular after this. He promised that he would be very careful. I'll fly smaller kites, he said, and went out the next time with one about the size of a postage stamp, and that couldn't take anyone up in the air, you know, except maybe a mosquito, and they don't count. Well, it was about two days after this that something happened to Alice. You see, she had been sent to the store for a yeast cake and some prunes, for her mamma was going to make prune bread, that is, bread with prunes in it, and it's very nice, I assure you, for I've eaten it. As Alice was coming home, through a lonely part of the woods, where the trees were so thick that it was almost dark, she began to feel a little bit frightened. So to stop herself from feeling scared, she began to sing. If she had been a boy, she would have shouted, or if she had been Lulu, she would have whistled, for Lulu could whistle as good as could Jimmy. But instead, Alice sang, and this is the song she made up so she wouldn't be frightened. You're allowed to sing it, if you're not more than seven and three-quarters years old. If you are any older than that, you will have to have a special excuse, or someone else will have to sing it for you. Well, this is the song. I'm not afraid to wander in woodlands dark and drear, for who is there to harm me when not a soul is near? The birds, the trees, and flowers are kind as kind can be. I'm sure that not a single one would do a thing to me. The bugs and pretty butterflies will form a fairy band and guard me safely while I walk throughout this dark woodland. But just the same I'll hurry, and not stay here too long, because, you see, I only know two verses of this song. Well, as soon as Alice finished the singing, land sakes, goodness gracious me, if a big fox didn't pop out from behind a tree, and before Alice could say, how do you do, or even good afternoon, or anything like that, if he didn't grab her by the legs and put her in a bag he carried over his shoulder, and then he tied the bag tight and started to run away. Oh, oh, cried Alice, let me out, please let me out of this bag, Mr. Fox, and I'll give you all the money I've got saved up in my bank. Honest, I will, every cent in my bank. No, answered the fox savagely, I don't want your money. What good would money be to me? I can't eat money. Ha, ha, ha and he laughed that way three times, just like a mooly cow. "'Are you going to eat me?' asked Alice from inside the bag, where she was trembling, so that she squashed the yeast cake all out as flat as a pancake on a cold winter morning when you have brown sausage gravy and maple syrup to pour on it. "'Eat you? Of course I'm going to eat you,' cried the fox. "'That's why I caught you. But I can't decide whether to have you boiled or roasted. It's quite trying not to know.' I must make up my mind soon, however. Then he ran on some more over the hills, bumpity-bump, with poor Alice jouncing around in the bag, and the little duck girl wished the fox would be a long time making up his mind which way to cook her, for she thought that maybe Jimmy might come and save her in the meanwhile. Didn't do much good to sing that song, thought Alice, and I suppose it didn't, but you know you can't always have what you want in this world. Oh, my, no, and a bottle of cough medicine besides. 
well the old fox hurried on with alice in the bag and he ran fast to get to his den and pretty soon the little duck girl felt him coming to a stop then she heard someone saying oh good day mr fox what have you in that bag i've got apples in this bag said the fox oh but wasn't he the bold bad story-telling fox though apples eh asked the voice again and then alice knew right away who it was can you guess no well i'll tell you it was nurse jane fuzzy wuzzy the kind old muskrat lady it was she who had asked the question oh so you have apples in there jane fuzzy wuzzy repeated to the fox well now do you know she went on i am very fond of apples i wish you would give me one no answered the bad fox i can't these are very special apples very sour in fact i'm sure you wouldn't like them oh i just love sour apples said the muskrat moving nearer to the fox and showing her sharp teeth like the carpenter's chisel when he shaves the door down to make it smaller i just love sour apples said the nurse oh i made a mistake these are sweet apples said the fox quickly waggling his big tail like a dusting brush i made a mistake too went on miss fuzzy wuzzy i guess i love sweet apples instead of sour ones you will have to excuse me again spoke the fox quickly i made two mistakes these apples are half sweet and half sour and not at all good if there is anything i am fonder of than anything else it's a half sweet and half sour apple declared the muskrat and she showed her teeth some more as if she were smiling only she wasn't she was getting ready to bite the bad fox i guess just then alice moved around the bag hoping miss fuzzy wuzzy would see her and what's more the kind muskrat nurse did ah she exclaimed you have moving apples i see i just love moving apples and then the fox knew it was no use to tell any more stories so he started to hurry off with alice in the bag but jane fuzzy wuzzy jumped right after him and she bit him on the nose and on his front legs and on his hind legs until he was glad enough to drop the bag containing poor alice and run away over the hills as fast as he could go then the muskrat gnawed open the bag and alice came out her feathers all ruffled up but she was not much hurt only the yeast cake was all squashed out of shape like a piece of putty then jane fuzzy wuzzy took alice home safely and nothing more happened right away well now tomorrow night let's see oh, oh how careless of me of course there isn't going to be any story tomorrow night because we're at the end of this book you can see for yourself if you look carefully that there are no more stories in it not a single one but listen as the telephone girl says i think in case that you like the stories about the ducks that i will write some about the adventures of jackie and peetie bow wow you know those two puppy dogs who once took alice home after she had been on a visit to sister sally and was afraid to go out in the dark i have quite a number of stories about those two puppy dogs peetie you know who was all white with a black spot on his nose and jackie who was all black with a white spot on his nose so if you want to read about them you may do so in the next book of the bedtime stories which will be called jackie and peetie bow wow and the book will have in it some pictures of the doggies and tell how they had a show and built a swing and got lost and ran away to join a circus and did ever so many things that it was really astonishing honestly it was well i think i'll say good-night now 
for I must get right to work on that other book. So go to sleep, and be good children, and maybe you'll dream about Petey and Jackie. Who knows? The End End of Story 31 And End of Lulu, Alice, and Jimmy Wibblewobble by Howard R. Garris Recording by Walt Allen